0: Hello, everybody. My name's Robin O'Neill. You're listening to me reading stuff. How are you doing today? Me? Thank you for asking. I've been a little under the weather, and my apologies, because I promised that I would be doing an after dark this week. I promised a couple of you over on Instagram. I am so sorry. I haven't been feeling well. I have sinus issues. I'm exhausted. I also have dry eyelids, but that's another story. Um, What do you prefer? We're going to do questions. Let's see. What do you prefer? Desert or ocean or mountains or none of the above? I guess that'd be a cityscape. Let me know. Are you happy with the way your closet and drawers are organized? If not, get in there this weekend. Fix it once and for all. Um, would you say you're a calm person? Yes or no. Give me a simple yes or no. Do I seem calm? Yes or no. Be honest with me. That's what we're here for. Friends are supposed to be honest. Um, last question. Don't think about it. Just say it out loud right now. Say it out loud when I ask you this question. What is your favorite movie of all time? Say it. There you go. Now your co-workers. If you have co-workers, just heard you yell out, Scarface! <laughs> that is assuming my listeners are cast members of the Jersey Shore. More than likely, it was a bunch of Jules and Jim or The Shining. <laughs> Am I making fun of you guys? I don't think so. I'm so sorry. Um, Gun to the Head, my favorite movie, I would say The Enigma of Casper Hauser or Paris, Texas um god i'm having a good morning i'll be honest with you i'm feeling a little bit better i've just been sitting here kind of reading and staring out my window a lot Boketto, you know that japanese word Boketto, b-o-k-e-t-t-o i think gazing pointlessly out the window i do a lot of it and i love it and i recommend it it's a good way to just it's its own form of meditation really And if you're in the midst of any sort of creative process, uh, those idle moments are pretty vital, if you ask me. This is why I'm an advocate for being alone a lot, Uh, because you can't do that amongst others. Some people can. I went to Werner Herzog's Rogue Film School, the first one he had here in L.A., and uh, he would talk about you know, how he would be... I feel like he was talking about being in war-torn areas and being in the middle of a living room and being able to just read novels for hours on end and hearing bombs in the background. I don't know. He could have been making that up. I don't know what he was talking about. That's the gist of it, though. He's like, yeah, we didn't have our own bedrooms. You know, my family, we were all in there together, and I didn't even hear a sound of anything. I just kept reading and reading. So if you're able to block things out, even amongst humans... I can do it uh, with anonymity. Like I can do it out in a park or a restaurant. I love being alone there. And I can feel alone um, as long as I don't make eye contact with others. Um, you know, I wanted to remind you guys, I was thinking about this as I was doing my Boquetto thing there earlier. I want to remind you that um, a point of one of the points of this podcast is to open your understanding of what a poem is. Uh, it's not Whitman or Dickinson. Excuse me. Well, I mean, it is, but it's also sometimes that, you know, just these things that happen in life, like a weird line in an email from your mom about vitamins or your memory of something upsetting a babysitter said to you in 1986. And it might be it might be just every single tweet you've ever written or every tweet you've ever liked over the last two years. I mean, go read them back to yourself. Let me know. Also, like, can you imagine your therapist's notes on you, what those look like? I guarantee that's some good stuff. Fragments of your, I don't know, everything. I just love to cough right in the mic. That's something I like to do. Anyway, I just wanted to remind you of that. Because I don't feel like I've been on my A game and I apologize to you. I think it's the lack of two times a week. And until I get a lot of these shows done, I don't know how often I'm going to be able to do that. So... Um, anyway, today I'm excited because we're going to be reading from Virginia Woolf's um, The Waves. Right here, here it is. Virginia Woolf, born in England, died in England. Suicide by drowning, Nineteen, no, 1882, and passed away in 1941. The Waves was written in 1931. This is after her um, more well-known books like Mrs. Dalloway and To the Lighthouse uh, the Virgin I have is from Harcourt. It's 2006. I'll put a link in the description of this podcast for you. Uh, the Waves is really experimental, um, especially for the time it was published. It consists of soliloquies. This is from Wikipedia, because I couldn't come up with a better way to word it. It consists of soliloquies spoken by the book's six characters, Bernard, Susan, Rhoda, Neville, Ginny, and Lewis. Um They're also broken up. These sections of the book are broken up by uh, these third-person interludes detailing a coastal scene at varying stages in a day from sunrise to sunset. This book blew my mind when I read it, um, I don't know, about a decade ago or so. I don't know when it was. And it really, yeah, you learn about these characters through these lines. Let me give you an idea. This is the beginning. It's a truly radical book, by the way, in my opinion. Even still, it is. Okay. I see a ring, said Bernard, hanging above me. It quivers and hangs in a loop of light. I see a slab of pale yellow, said Susan, spreading away until it meets a purple stripe. I hear a sound, said Rhoda. Cheep, chirp, cheap, chirp, going up and down. I see a globe, said Neville, hanging down in a drop against the enormous flanks of some hill. "'I see a crimson tassel,' said Jenny, twisted with gold threads. "'I hear something stamping,' said Lewis. "'A great beast's foot is chained. "'It stamps and stamps and stamps.'" I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. "'And burning light from the window panes flash in and out on the grasses,' said Lewis. "'Stones are cold to my feet,' said Neville. "'I feel each one round or pointed separately.'" The back of my hand burns, said Ginny, but the palm is clammy and damp with dew. I'm skipping ahead again in order to get to something really good for you all. Here we go. That is the first stroke of the church bell, said Lewis. Then the others follow. One, two, one, two, one, two. Look at the tablecloth flying white along the table, said Rhoda. "'Now there are rounds of white china "'and silver streaks beside each plate. "'Suddenly a bee booms in my ear,' said Neville. "'It is here. It is past. "'I burn. I shiver,' said Jenny, "'out of this sun, into this shadow. "'Now they have all gone,' said Lewis. "'I am alone. "'They have gone into the house for breakfast, "'and I am left standing by the wall among the flowers. "'It is very early, before lessons.' "'Flower after flower is specked on the depths of green. "'The petals are harlequins. "'Stalks rise from the black hollows beneath. "'The flowers swim like fish made of light "'upon the dark green waters. "'I hold a stalk in my hand. "'I am the stalk. "'My roots go down to the depths of the world "'through earth dry with brick and damp earth "'through veins of lead and silver. "'I am all fiber.' All tremors shake me, and the weight of the earth is pressed to my ribs. Up here my eyes are green leaves, unseeing. I am a boy in gray flannels, with a belt fastened by a brass snake up here. Down there my eyes are the lidless eyes of a stone figure in a desert by the Nile. I see a woman passing with red pitchers to the river. I see camels swaying and men in turbans. I hear tramplings, tremblings, stirrings round me. Up here, Bernard, Neville, Ginny, and Susan, but not Rhoda, skim the flower beds with their nets. They skim the butterflies from the nodding tops of the flowers. They brush the surface of the world. Their nets are full of fluttering wings. "'Lewis, Lewis, Lewis!' they shout, "'but they cannot see me. "'I am on the other side of the hedge. "'There are only little eye-holes among the leaves. "'Oh, Lord, let them pass. "'Lord, let them lay their butterflies "'on a pocket handkerchief on the gravel. "'Let them count out their tortoise shells, "'their red admirals and cabbage whites, "'but let me be unseen. "'I am green as a yew tree in the shade of the hedge. "'My hair is made of leaves.' I am rooted to the middle of the earth. My body is a stalk. I press the stalk. A drop oozes from the hole at the mouth and slowly, thickly, grows larger and larger. Now something pink passes the eye hole. Now an eye beam is slid through the chink. Its beam strikes me. I am a boy in a gray flannel suit. She has found me. I am struck on the nape of the neck. She has kissed me. All is shattered. (sighs) Wow, 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 wow. I'm going to read this book again. That makes my heart race. Oh, my God. Hey, listen up. Follow me if you want on all my exhibitions and other odds and ends and annoyances. I know I'm annoying. I know it. I can't always help it. I'm annoying right now because I'm way over my 10-minute mark. Anyway, I'm at R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. I love hearing from you on Twitter and Instagram. Fuck Facebook, no offense. Okay, listen up. I need you to be good to yourselves. Today especially, today matters. And now that means something different for all of us, for everybody. You may need to do something fun and social, while I may need to do something quiet and tranquil. You may need to splurge a bit. You may need to go to Chili's in the mall. I may need to budget out my pocketbook. You may need to work less. I may need to focus in and work more. You get the idea. The point is, you're wonderful. I believe in you. I love you. I'm so sorry. I'm at 11 and a half minutes already. Make sure to laugh through it all. Get some sleep night-night, even though it's morning right now. Good morning. Thanks again, you guys. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.